Hello and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 319. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Doing good. Bro, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I miss Matt. I miss Matt. I didn't think I miss Matt. I didn't think I would miss him as much as I do, but I actually do miss Matt a lot. The three-man podcast is just so much be- uh, better. It's it's better to do. It's easier to record in a sense. A better. Bit of a strong I, word. You know, f- better. Different. Well, okay, what? Different? Different. Different. It's different. It's just there's a different energy about three of us. And usually yeah. none of us agree and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, even today, I'm like, oh, where's Matt? Is Matt back this week? No, he's not back yet. He's not back yet. Soon, though. Soon. Yeah. So no, next, next week, next week, next week, next week. Well, and then he goes on vacation again. He I'm doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't go on vacation. He doesn't Would you put it past him though? <laughs> Would you put it past him though? Yeah, I will put it past him. A few him. weeks ago, yeah. he told us. About he him. told us. He definitely told us. Um, if you don't know what my Xbox in me is, my Xbox in me is our weekly Xbox podcast right here on YouTube.com/slash my Xbox in me, and of course all podcast services. Uh, make sure you head over to the podcast service choice of yours and hit that review button. Give us five stars, and we have a couple of reviews this week over in the UK crash. Uh, so let me read them out real quickly. The first one's short and simple, and I appreciate it. Comes from Sparkly Caffle. Uh, Caffle. I think I said that correctly. Um, found out about this pod. Uh, found out about this when MC Fixer appeared on Unlocked, and I love it. Short, sweet, nice. simple, five stars. I am. Hey, I appreciate that. I've got to say, I appreciate that. Uh, we got one more as well from Mister uh, Alec G who says, one of the best Xbox podcasts. Listen to this podcast regularly while driving or at work. Brilliant to keep up with Xbox-related news and have played and loved... and have played and loved games talked about on the show that otherwise I would not have played. Great entertainment. Well... Thank you very much, guys. We do appreciate it. Remember, if you want your review read out live on the show, head over to uh, any podcast service. Mainly one we check is, of course, Apple, because they're weirdos and they they force us to get ratings and charts and things of that nature. They're annoying. We understand. It upsets me. It upsets you. But we got to do what we got to do. You know, we got to do what we got to do, Crash. Um... Remember, if you want to support the show financially, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. I told you guys I'm going to be a little bit more heavy-handed with it uh, from now on just because we are trying to grow uh, as a company. We're trying to grow as a business. And like I said before, I want to, I want to get crush paid. So, you know, the, the more we make, the better our chance of getting crush paid and maybe getting him a haircut one day. He doesn't choose to have his hair like that each week. YouTube, your audience, it speaks to he can't afford yeah. it. He can't afford the haircut. <laughs> Very so, true. <laughs> so if you want if you want to help support Crash getting a haircut, patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh Patreon producers this month, you've got the wonderful Aaron God. Big, big, big shout out to you, sir. Been supporting the show all the way through the year. Trust me, it does not go unnoticed, and your support means more than you would know. And the same thing goes out to the one and only FNH Paul. Thank you, Paul. Paul just did his first panel, actually. Uh, I'm not sure if people Ooh. saw that. He did a panel, which I'm very proud of him for. He's coming a long long way as a content creator uh, and if you haven't checked out his twitch twitch.tv slash fnh pool uh go check out some hawaiian shirts and some fantastic gameplay topic of the show this week crush 
Um, Jeff Key did an interview on, on all things the Game Awards. And we've got a few tidbits here uh, that I thought we could talk about together, me and you, and uh, speculate and think about and hypothesize about. I used my big words there, Chris. Did you notice that? Big words. <laughs> I'm proud. Big words. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the first one is... Jeff came out and said a lot of the content from the Game Awards is going to be games that are going to be released in 2022 and in 2023. How does that make you feel? Uh, it's kind of what I expected, to be honest. I, didn't, yeah. I don't expect anything like... Even if one of these games is supposed to be in 2024 or something like that, they're going to announce it and it's going to be 2023 release date or whatever. And then once we get close to that, they'll push it back. Uh, that kind of makes sense. I don't think that's too out of the ordinary. No, I think it's weird. I've I've become I've become quite old man and jaded about these these shows lately. But I have to I have to say and give credit where credit's due when it comes to Jeff Keighley and the Game Awards specifically. I really like the Game Awards. I think it's sometimes it's a little bit long in the tooth and it can go on a bit long, but that could just be because of the time it's on for me. It's like I'm staying yeah. up until one, two, three o'clock in the morning and that can become quite tiresome. But I do think presentation-wise it's amazing and usually the content that we get from the Game Awards is pretty good. To give, You've got to give them credit there, right? Yeah, I mean, everybody remembers when they ended with Fast and Furious. Of course, off. Who can forget? <laughs> Who can forget? But no, well, but I remember it's, it's crazy. But I remember the one Game Awards that I skipped was when they announced the they showed the Xbox uh, Series X, which is yeah. like crazy. Um, yeah. So I'm expecting big, big, big things. And yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, kind of a it's kind of obvious it's going to be 2022. It ain't going to be 2021 content. Let's be honest, it's in December. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Here's 50 games that are all coming out in uh, 2021. Speaking of the, the 50 games, uh, he did go on to say there will be around 40 to 50 games to be featured in some capacity. New game announcement in the double digits. Um, yeah. Obviously, this, this, was, this was taken as obviously big because some people have become frustrated with the Game Awards with it being an award show, which... I find kind of redundant. It's called the Game Awards. Um, of course, yeah. it's going to be awards. Yes, they become frustrating when we are there just to see announcements. But I do actually think um, it's quite a good balance between what Jeff has done with the Game Awards and it being a an advertisement program, a trailer program, and an award show. I, I do think the balance yeah. is actually quite good. I mean, honestly, I think it encapsulates like a day to just celebrate games in a very real way in that you're giving awards for games that have been here and then you're also looking to the future like the games that are going to come and celebrate it all i think it is really cool i do think sometimes they have certain segments that last a little bit too long but yeah. i feel like that is most shows that something's not going to resonate with somebody i think that's just normal it's opinion at the end of the day yeah. right that's what it is it's an opinion it's an opinion to um we the the next one there will be an orchestra do i care about the orchestra absolutely no. not under no circumstances do i even get to listen to it no because i have to mute it for my stream because of copyright issues so to me like that's a that's a taste thing but i can i can get over it you know it's not it's not a big deal yeah. it's this it's one of those things you just you just have to get over it there's there's, there's not much you can uh you can really do about it. So uh, that doesn't frustrate me too much. Um, they say that it's going to be the, Jeff says, I should say, uh, it's going to be the biggest lineup yet, um, which 
what's the one game from Xbox you would love to see here? And you can't say Fable. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, never going to happen. It can't happen. It can't. You're, gonna, wait, wait, say... wait, wait. You're not going to say Killer Instinct, are you? Oh, no. I wasn't going to say <laughs> There's no chance Killer Instinct shows up. Let's okay. be real. Okay. If I could say Killer Instinct, I would. I would want... I would want to see Killer Instinct here. It's not going to happen. I don't think Killer Instinct announced me as a Game Awards show announcement yeah. anyway. Um, I was going to say a new Sunset Overdrive, but there's not a chance in like any well, world there, or well, any that's not true. that happens. There's a Actually, chance yeah, that we see yeah. a new Sunset Overdrive. There's it's a chance it just won't be on Xbox. <laughs> Can you imagine they announce it here? Like that's That would be one that would hurt my stomach. Like I want that. Yeah. That being said, look, we haven't really spoke about it on the show. PlayStation is just putting games out on PC for fun nowadays. Like, yeah. So eventually it's going to come to PC. <laughs> eventually it's coming to PC. Um, no, but I, I think for me, I think the big one would be if they if this is like I'm not saying one that actually exists, but if Marvel had um, partnered with Xbox on something, which I I generally believe that is only a matter of time, not if it's when um with xbox whether it's a first party studio i don't know but a a God. game that is exclusive they there's no way xbox can keep letting sony grab these great exclusives even nintendo has an exclusive like xbox needs one um yeah but i think just with like sony exclusives I, I don't really know i don't know the studio that made it i think with the sony exclusives is they had a studio ready to make those games yeah but Nintendo have an exclusive, and then who made uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance? It's not first party, right? I don't know. That's I don't I believe. Don't. I don't believe it's first party. So I, I, I just even if it's just a partnership deal of an of of an exclusive, I can see it happening personally. Yeah, personally, I can see it happening. Um, and then obviously, I think the next one that I would want, I'd love. I know it's not going to happen at this Game Awards, but at some Game Awards, when we finally get to see State of Decay, the new State of Decay, and and Ooh, it is, yeah. it's what i want it to be and i guarantee it's not going to be what i want it to be i can feel it in my stomach it's not going to be what i want but i have to pray i have to pray that it's going to be what i want it to be it'll be what you want it to be it won't in like five years after releases i think they'll make a whole new ip but that will be what i want it to be but state of decay will so? never become what yeah, i want never. it to be yeah uh, I could I could totally see that, unfortunately. Um, and then the last piece of uh, tidbit news here, which is like te he, Jeff Key teases, um, quote, true next gen stuff, end quote. Nice, very descriptive. What the Thank hell does that Jeff. mean? Who knows? Uh, do you think we see uh, Nether Realms next game here? No, because they've been quiet for a while. You don't think so? No. Not yet. Maybe I mean twenty twenty three, so maybe. Yeah, they generally do um game award. They well, I don't want to say generally, but they have done game award launches or reveals in the past. Cause like if they don't do it here, then I genuinely like I don't think they're working on a fighting game. And I don't know what they're doing. Oh man, it's the only fighting game though. I think they could do it would it be, oh very exciting. <laughs> the only fighting game I could think them doing if they don't announce it here would be the Marvel fighting game that was rumored. Like, if they do one here and it's Injustice or Mortal Kombat, I think that would be shown here. I don't think it's don't Mortal Kombat, it'll be Injustice next, I don't right? Think so either. Uh, it would be, Injustice but they've said next. they don't want to do, do Injustice. Cycle, I think they've said they want to do something that's not a fighting game. Gotcha. 
but I feel like studios say we want to do something different all the time and then do the same thing over. I and mean, over again. they they get paid. They gotta do what they gotta do. At the yeah. end of the day, you've got a winning formula. You have to you have to keep you have to keep winning. You know, there's not much else they can do. Is there another studio that I can think of that I'd love? Oh. Mm, no, it's too early. I'd like to see some more Tiny Tina. Oh, we'll talk about that in the news actually. Um, I'd love to see some more Tiny Tina's uh, game. Um, I don't think we will, but I'd love to see more of it if that's an opportunity. If that's a, a choice, I guess. See it being here in some I mean, capacity. It comes out next year, right? So yeah, why I would, not? I, honestly, I wouldn't be too surprised. We might not see like too much, but they haven't revealed all the classes, right? They've only revealed no. two, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so I could see them showing off like another two classes, the last two classes they have. Here. Yeah. Again, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, that's it from like an Xbox point of view um, when it comes to Game Awards. I'm excited. I'm going to be doing a watch along for it, I think. That's a that's a must a must have watch along. Maybe we should... Uh, we'll talk off stream, actually. But maybe we can do like a watch along where... You stream off the My Xbox and Me account. I stream off of my account. We mute during the announcements, and then the boring parts is when we come together and talk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sirens yeah. on my end, and they're very loud. I have to say, if you can hear those sirens, someone's just got robbed in my in my ends. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like <laughs> those sirens were loud, boy. Um, let's jump into fix a sack real quick uh, and answer a few questions we have this one from alder slayer who says what games do you think oh remember you came out in my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on the discord or hit us up on twitter or hit us up in the youtube comments of this very video apologies from luke alder slayer what games do you think was ahead of its time and would be very successful if it released today? I actually think Assassin's Creed multiplayer would do would do great if it was released today. Crash, any overdrive. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole yeah, yeah, okay. Honestly, uh, I would I'd say Sunset Overdrive. I would also say uh Rise. Rise on the front on Xbox. Oh yeah, my I god, yes. Yeah, it would do so much better today. If they put out a Rise Son of Rome or wherever the title is, Rise ba -ba Bum 2 on Game Pass Day 1. Like, yeah. people people disrespect Rise on the Rome, but the yeah. graphics of that game, when that game launched on the Xbox One, were outstanding. Obviously, they had the, the, the gimmicky stuff with the Kinect that I enjoyed doing just because, again, I just bought this 500 piece of machinery. I needed to use yeah. it for something other than Xbox on, Xbox off. Um, but Rise Son of Rome was actually a solid, solid, solid game. Yeah. Solid game. Yeah. Absolutely. That's like a perfect game to have in the portfolio right now. Perfect. Yeah. And unfortunately, it came, we've talked about it, it came out worst time for Xbox to be releasing games like that. Yep. Um, which is super, super unfortunate because I could have seen that being a pretty decent franchise for them to have under their belt. I feel like it still can be, though. I don't, maybe I'm wrong. Let me know in the comments and let me know on Twitter and things like that. Would you play, play, play on Game Pass, purchase... Uh, check out a, a Riot Son of Rome 2. Because I would. I'd love that. It was a good... It, it came out at like a... It came out at a terrible time, but like it was set in a brilliant time frame. The story was actually... De Again, the story wasn't a 10 out of 10, but the story was decent. The gameplay was yeah. decent. Like, oh, yeah. I'd love it. Absolutely love it. 
Um, what game do you think was ahead of its time and would be very successful? One versus 100. Honestly, if it came out today, it if would one, one versus 100 comes out today, it is it gone. Like, I don't think people understand what they were doing with the 360, bro. Like, me and my friends were rushing home from school to play one versus 100. Uh, look, you have to remember that at the time, Xbox also made it so you can group up with friends and watch Netflix together. Yeah, and true. people love that. True. People love true. that. There are people that love that. I mean, that I is love a very, that. Like niche. <laughs> niche. Thing. Oh, it's very niche. Very, very niche. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of a game that, like, I. I think, uh, what game do you think was ahead of its time? Daisy? Like, I'm not saying that Daisy didn't do well, but it took so long to get to console that, yeah. like, when, again, I don't know, it's a hard question to think about like because he's picked a mode as well. Yeah. Like, Luke Slayer's, Slayer's picked a mode where I'm, like, thinking of, like, full-fledged games that just didn't do well that could have done well if they released at a better time with better marketing yeah mm. um i don't honestly gears judgment I, not i'm being serious not a good game no. but with game but with game pass people they would have been more they would have given it a chance more yeah but doesn't mean the game would be good i didn't say it'd be good but then how is it more of a success it would probably it get probably more would hate be more of a success. Play it. it probably would be more of a success because more <laughs> no. people would have played it. On a metrics point of view, not the not no. not not uh, on a not on a right, so claim about point all of the view. people that would have done would have went to Metacritic and user reviewed it. Yeah. Zero. This is a horrible game. Good point. Good point. Um, I don't know. It's a hard question. It's a hard question. It's um. I think there are, yeah. I think there are a lot of older games that could come back today, and just because gaming is just naturally bigger that it has a bigger audience to reach and is bigger because of that. Yeah. I think we're kind of seeing that in sorts with Forza now. Um, not to say that for it doesn't deserve it. It not absolutely deserves it. But as gaming continues to get bigger, that's why you keep seeing um, records being broken for games being sold in shorter amounts of time is because gaming in general is just bigger. growing. Yep. Yeah. More, so people, of, more people are gaming today yep, absolutely. than they ever was. So, yeah. Uh, next question comes from Sarah Squid sixty nine, who says, "Question for the pod: Did Fixer ever get a mini fridge, or is he a fake Xbox gamer who doesn't love the brand enough?" Uh, okay. All right, fellas, there has been a lot of talk. That's, that's, is that that's, separate that's separate the question? question you put in. That's the one oh, you put that's in. the other one I put in. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I didn't put the space. Um, I mean, I love the brand fine of Xbox and. I'm happy to report that, yes, I do have an Xbox fridge now because they put more out in the UK, so I've got myself one. Thank you, Crash. Thank you. Thank you. Right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not going to lie. I felt sick buying it. £100. That's a fantastic price for a mini fridge. £100 I paid for a mini fridge. But you don't, you don't really need a mini fridge, right? Where am I putting a mini fridge right now? <laughs> That's the difference. Like, I could use a mini fridge. You, you got no room for it. Bro, I remember back in the day when I got... Do you remember back in the day when everyone was getting mini fridges for Christmas? Like, everybody had a mini fridge at one point. 
No? No. Okay, over in the UK, there was a silver one. There was a silver mini fridge with a little clasp on it. Someone will remember this if they're listening. And every mother fudger had a mini fridge. Like, literally. And they all, they all put Coke in it. you got to remember, I'm a fat kid. Yeah. Coke doesn't last. My mum was <laughs> oh, buying me a six-pack of Coke. I was going through the whole six-pack in a day. <laughs> Pointless. The fridge used up more electricity for just being there like literally just being there um and i feel like it's going to be the same thing my xbox i literally the only reason i bought this xbox fridge yeah is because i want to make a tiktok of me i don't know if i even want to say it i'm gonna say it's fine because i don't think everyone's gonna have it anyway but it's like i want my xbox series x i want to put my jenga xbox there and then i want to put my xbox mini fridge there and make some sort of fun tiktok with the three of them do you know what i mean yeah, I like that idea. But, like, that's the only reason why I paid a hundred pounds. pound idea. <laughs> it's like, for it to get ten likes. Yeah. Nah, I'll get more than that. You can use your ten alt accounts I'm for gonna, me. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to hold off my like until you get to ten. Thank you. Then it'll be eleven. I appreciate right. that. Exactly. But, yeah, I, d- I, I got one. I got one. How are you going to hit me with, does Fixer love the brand enough? Me. That's disrespectful, Sarah. That's disrespectful. Next, and Logan. I got a question. Yeah. There's a box in the background. What is that? What box? (laughs) Nice. Nice. You can move on. Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, Next question, our last one for this week says, All right, fellas. There have been a lot of talk uh, off and on through the weeks about Ubisoft and their future plans, aka their move to -to free-to-play games. So, take a look into your crystal ball for Ubisoft's future and tell me what you see. One, a world where their free-to-play game strategy works out and builds up a casual fan base. Two, a world where they drop back to their old strategy again of the story-driven AAA titles. Does this cause EA-level backlash for them in the future or even a deeper level of uh, uh, distrust when they fall off as a major developer for games? Potato will power. Pow, sorry. I mean, it's a good question. Um... I think this is a great time to bring in some other stuff that's going on at Ubisoft at the moment. Um, for those who haven't been aware. And again, we are, my Xbox and me, we've said this before, I'll say it again. Um, we come here to talk about the news. We talk about things we care about. We talk about things that we're, we can we can sort of shoot from the hip on and just have an opinion on. Things that are maybe a little bit more above us and we need to sit down and do a bit more research and have a deeper conversation about is something that we struggle to do constantly. But what I will say is don't think I haven't seen the the um, the petitions right now that are going on at Ubisoft um, for they want change at their studios. They believe that management haven't been uh, forthcoming. They haven't uh, changed the work environments enough. Like, there's a lot going on at Ubisoft right now um, across the board that are not so positive. And don't think that our silence, at least I speak for myself, my silence on the matter, doesn't mean that I didn't sign a petition, because I did. Doesn't mean that I'm not paying attention to what's going on, because I am. Um, it's just, it doesn't usually fit in with the, the show of what we're doing, you know? Um, but yeah, Ubisoft right now are in a really, 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 really dodgy place. Um, where yeah, 
lots and lots and lots of people are avoiding their games. Lots and lots of people are avoiding them as a company. And they're moving into weird places with their strategies um, of what they think is right for their company. Um, the qu just a way to get that out there, Chris. I don't know if you've got anything to add, but just I don't want people to think that we're just not thinking about it or at least talking about it internally with whoever we need to, you know? Yeah, no, um, I agree with everything you said. They've made some, even looking at them sort of trying to rectify some of the stuff that the, that's been going on in their studio, they've made some really interesting and not really great moves. Um, I don't know if you saw they were giving, they talked about giving people pay raises and stuff like that. And then the higher, the people who made more money were going to get more money mm. than people who weren't making as much. And it's just sort of like, you're just reinforcing the stuff that's there. Yeah, the bottom gets more money, but it's not really equating to anything um, no. in total. And that's sort of, I think you take that situation and you spread it all over Ubisoft is sort of what they're dealing with right now. Um, the the one yeah. thing I will say is I've met, I in the UK, I have met a lot of people that have worked at Ubisoft. I have worked with Ubisoft on a number of projects. Um, and they're all good people that I've met and I have worked with. I can't talk about these higher ups i can't talk about these these corporate overlords i can't talk about those people but i can say from the bottom of my heart for everyone that i've worked with in the uk when it comes to ubisoft they've all been good people they've all been kind natured they've all been very accommodating to me like i just i the one thing i struggle with is like we go we do this thing we're like we'll do a hashtag right like hashtag f ubisoft and then we sort of that's everybody we're putting every single person that works there in the same category. And it's, it's hard because I understand we need to do that to make change. And same with these petitions and things like that. But it's hard when you know there's good people behind the scenes that are working their arse off that, to get games out, to do marketing strategies. They're mainly the people I work with, obviously, um, because of the stuff that I do. So it's, it's just a challenging um, thing. But it doesn't change the fact that there are shitty things happening there. Um, to answer the question... Does this cause EA level backlash for them in the future? No, I don't think it does. Only because EA have Madden, casual. They have FIFA, casual. They have um, Peggle, casual. And Peggle probably the one that's not out there. But you know what I mean? Like their yeah. games are so there are such for such a casual audience that they don't understand the inner workings or everything. So they are the ones that are... Not that we aren't all quick to run to Twitter and, and moan, but they're more so the people... F football. Fo look at football, for instance, right, in the UK. Some of the most toxic Twitter accounts come from football. It's just, it's just not nice human beings who think they can hide behind Twitter accounts and say mean things. I don't think Ubisoft is going to get that kind of backlash because I think it's just going to be, oh, that didn't work. And they're not, they're not I don't think they're going to stop making AAA um, budget Assassin's Creed. I just think they're going to make an, another one that is a free-to-play that is going to be, unfortunately, money-grabbing and scummy. I, that's that's kind of where I sit with it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, kind of, I kind of agree with that. I think, I do, the one thing I do want to say is that, like, the unison of them going to free to play and if the whole situation with ubisoft continues like those two colliding could cause i think a similar situation to ubisoft but ubisoft 
Ubisoft's a really big studio, but it's not big in the same way EA is. And the way Fix was talking about it is EA is a very casual studio. Yeah. It is. It appeals to the masses, the people who don't really know about um, anything about games, about why a delay would happen, all this type of stuff. So they'll just get on. They'll complain about stuff. And that is sort of the issue is that EA has the casual audience that really hates them. And then they'll also have the hardcore audience that will also hate them. It's... Where with Ubisoft, it's really more just the hardcore audience. If you say FIFA, you know that that's EA. If you say The Vision to a casual, they don't know that's Ubisoft. Yeah. Do you get what I mean by that? Like EA, EA have, have done such a great job, obviously, in putting their brand in front of people and and even the casuals know EA, where not everyone knows what Ubisoft is or who Ubisoft is or or what... Not everyone knows what that logo means, like the same way they know what FIFA is and they know what EA is. And that's why... I, that's why I think they'll they'll get away with 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 making these changes for better or worse. Um, I think from a gamer's level, I think there's going to be a lot of outcry. I think it's going to be a lot of anger. I think there's going to be a lot of articles. I think there's going to be a lot of scummy... Um, Ness done yeah. in some of these games and it scares me i'll be honest with you um because you can ruin especially me assassin's creed like a franchise now that i care about they can kill a franchise by doing this they definitely can yeah yeah um, I mean, yeah we've seen them almost kill assassin's creed before so like i don't think it's out of the question for them to do it again if yeah. they decide to go like well here's this free-to-play route here's we're going to really lean into you buying these XP boosters and all this stuff. And that'll absolutely could ruin that franchise. I don't think there's a franchise that Ubisoft has that could survive something like that. No, I agree. I think they've just seen, they've seen what's happened on the mobile front with these games and they're yeah. going, how do we generate that type of revenue in console gaming? $60 isn't enough. Or yeah. $70, depending on what the prices are nowadays, isn't enough. How do we get more? Yeah. And we've also seen those mobile games start to come to console more and more as well. Like Among Us is on con on console, Fortnite, um, Genshin Impact is on PS5 and, and PC as well. Yeah. They're starting to appear in more and more places with those free-to-play mechanics still in the game that are very predatory and aren't really rewarding to players. So this is at Ubisoft 100% just seeing all those things and saying... We could do some semblance we, of that. We can do something like that and make more money than we are making now. Yeah. And I think they'll see it. And I think we'll see it. Don't think don't think that 2K are not having the conversation and EA are not having this conversation and all of these companies are not having this conversation. I'm not saying they're going to go for it, but they are having yeah. the conversation. You ha To a degree, you have to. You have to. Business. You have to look what the competitors are doing. And what's Absolutely. Is that something I want to do? Because that's it's the same thing when we see, when we saw a whole bunch of BR start popping up. It was studios going like, we see that over there. Is that something we want to try and do? Because as a business, that seems like a good idea. So. Let's jump into what's been in our box, Crash. Crash, what have you been playing this week, sir? Played Forza. Oh! Played, uh, played about like, Eight-ish hours. Of wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That tells me everything I need to know. Talk to me. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. I think it's. I think it's a really, really good game. It's absolutely like. It is an absolutely gorgeous game, and when people say it's gorgeous, you see them saying it, and there's a difference when you actually like get in and you play it, right? Um, I like the driving. I like the way the open world works. I like that there's timed events that happen sometimes so they're not always there and you want to go get them. Yep. Um, I enjoy the idea of you getting wheel spins, which 
I don't know. I was. I think those have been in past games and whatnot. I don't know what I'm going to talk about has been in past games because I haven't really played Forza. Let me just put that out there. Right yeah, now. no. I think that's that's. Um, I think the audience expect that. We're not. You're not coming to this podcast to hear about Forza. Like, yeah. so we are playing it from a very casual top level, and everything is new to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the. I like a lot of that stuff. I like the. Um, I actually find the story element interesting of when you're going around and they're like teaching you about Mexico and like sort of some of the stuff as you're driving about and doing certain missions. I actually find that entertaining. Not to say that it's like something I'm every time I load up for it. So I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to get to that next story. But, yeah. but when it comes along, I enjoy it. Um, I really enjoy the rewind feature as somebody who's horrible. It's such a fantastic, fantastic feature. Yeah. Um, uh, the low times on it, just switching between cars when I would go into an off-road area is absolutely phenomenal how quick that is. Did you it see what so I meant uh, by the catalog as well? Last week, I spoke about the catalog of when you're collecting cars. Uh, oh, when well, you go through it and there's the whole yeah. list of stuff and they give you the prizes at the end. For no, 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 not that part. I'm saying like, like just when you unlock new cars, like the way they've done the catalog. Uh, as you're scrolling through them yeah because like it's, it's kind of oh, like okay. a collection last week i said it's like a sticker yeah. book right like it's just like you're constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. getting them and they're going into this this giant folder it feels like um yeah. and like it's weird how i'm again i'm not a car guy i don't care about cars but there's still that like level of like maybe i will get all the cars why i don't care but maybe i will <laughs> but maybe i will it's just That's the way they have it set up there's five over 500 cars yeah um, yeah, I, I really, I really, uh, I really like it. I feel rewarded constantly for playing. I like that when you crash into the thing, into things, the game's like, we'll give you some XP for yeah. that. Um, when I overdrift and I absolutely miss it and I do like a 360, they're like, we'll give you some XP for that. So <laughs> I really enjoy that. Um, I like that there's two different types of levels. There's account levels and then car levels. Yep. And, um, I like the fact that if you get car levels, those skill points are usable on any car so it's not even the car that you're just driving yeah um i think that's really cool um overall yeah like i have nothing but positive things to say about the game the one thing i will say is i did play a little bit of co-op and i think i was doing co-op wrong i think that's the only place where i had kind of like a middle experience would you make so i loaded up into co-op and uh i was playing with ben and we wanted to go around and we wanted to do races and we had to drive from place to place, which I, I'm fine with doing that when I'm playing by myself. But when I'm playing with somebody, I want to get to race to race. And there is a menu that you can do it. And I think I was just doing it wrong. Okay. And when I went into the menu to load into it, it was saying um, I had to leave the crew. So I think I did something wrong in how I set it up or something along those lines. Oh, yeah. um, but even that, that's just sort of like, that's just that's an inconvenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're learning. learning. I know you're son. Yeah, so I don't really take anything away from the game from that. Mm. Uh, I will say, I think from the time I've put in the game, that it is probably the best game I've played this year. Oh, I don't know if I would say... By far. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be my game of the year, right? No. But I think for my Xbox and me's game of the year, I think it has a very solid argument for. Dude, it is by far the best game this year. Yeah. By, by, by far. I totally agree with you. Like, I, I only played, like, maybe, like, an hour more than i played last week just because i've been playing something else that i'm addicted to now um and it's it's just a fun time anytime i play i'm like yeah that's fine i'll jump in i'll do a race i jump out it, it like i said it's breathtakingly beautiful um i've played it on series x and i've played it on pc on pc it's like on ultra oh my god it's like Imagine. ridiculous um oh, the weather effects in some areas oh. are fantastic as Dude. well but 
can you see why people are getting super excited for Fable now? No. You still can't? No. Because as I was playing it, I was thinking about how people were saying that. And I kind of like moved away from the point even more than I was before. Why? Because Forza is set in a very real world. Fable's not set in the in a real world. I disagree. The Fable we knew wasn't set in a real world. This is That's a brand Fable. new take on Fable. Yeah, but if you change that, you're inherently changing Fable, and that is. But I think that's Fable. what they're doing. I'm not saying that's, but I'm not saying that's a negative. I'm okay. just saying that's not what I think of when I think of Fable. So when you're asking to think of play, I like I, I I can just see like especially with the tone of the the teaser we got ages ago, like it didn't seem like it was the same. It, it didn't come across like the same Fable that we had yeah, beforehand. But that was just a CGI teaser. I I agree. But I don't think it like came tonally. Off not. No, but I don't. Uh, look, I just look. I'm just I'm excited. I I think we're gonna see something very special from Playground with Fable now. Be and Fools are only makes me believe in that more. It's fair. I like. I uh, let me just clarify. I, I'm not saying that I'm not excited for yeah. Playground's Fable. I'm still very excited for. It. I'm excited to see what they do with Fable. I just I can't see the vision of what they do with Fable. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I is that all you've been playing this week, or you got anything else? Uh, no, I think it's been mostly Forza. Yeah, yeah. I um, I haven't played much this week just because this week has just come and gone very fast. Like even sitting here talking, even hit shelf, even sitting here talking to you this week, I'm like, did we not just do this show the other day? Like mad. Um, but yeah, I've been playing one game that I can talk about freely on this podcast finally because it launched day and date with xbox game pass and it's out for everybody i've been playing football manager uh i'm sure everyone Shocker. just went ah um i i'm i'm absolutely loving it <laughs> shocker football manager. um I'm, I'm probably about 10 hours in already um when did it launch that doesn't matter um, <laughs> the, the other day the other day um i uh, i stayed up till way past my bedtime yesterday playing football yeah. manager i'm loving it i started the tottenham season i'm currently in fourth position i've only lost two games all season um it, it it's more football manager for those who care about football manager it's more football manager one there's a couple of things i do like about it is the engines up upgraded a little bit more um so football manager again it's a football manager sim so you don't go in expecting fifa graphics or anything like that but sometimes in football manager you would find that players just wouldn't act the way a football player should act. A right, a right winger will get all the way to the byline and then not cross the ball in. They'll cut it all the way back to a defender or something. It's like it's just not realistic. That seems to have been fixed this year, at least in 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 the top level of the Premiership of where I am. And it's just nice to see players doing a, a back kill here, a, a trick there, and putting in a cross in the right place. And even if it goes wrong, it just feels more realistic and more immersive. And that feels that feels good. The face scan thing's still absolutely trash, as I'm sure some people. People might have saw it on my Twitter. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I'm loving it. I'm, that's going to be my go-to game. It will be in my top 10 for the year, guaranteed. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's just now I have to pull myself away from it so I can get back to Guardians and get back to all these other games that I need to be in this month. 
fixes game of the heroes is literally just going to be football manager over and over again football manager, football manager every time football it comes manager, to him it's like yeah football manager is like really up there this year for me i don't know so, if i've talked about it yet it's a great game crash it's a great game speaking of great games uh let's get into the news this week so welcome to this week's dashboard uh number one story is all about forza horizon forza horizon 5 has over 1 million players and it isn't even out yet it is now as you are listening to this podcast but uh in its pre in its like early access phase which was around four days i believe um you obviously had uh, influencers you had press um, and then you had people that bought the game early um for a hundred dollars in the premium edition that came with like an additional bonuses as dlc cards and some premium rewards um in that period of those four days forza horizon 5 had over a million players which is remarkable well it is huge considering the game is i don't believe in this but it's quote-unquote free in game pass um to know that people were that excited about forza were that excited that they wanted to pay for it early were that excited that they wanted to give xbox their money to get in and just play the damn game is absolutely remarkable um yeah and it proves the power of it, it. It proves the power of a number of things. Number one, quality of a game matters, yeah. and it just shows that like when a game is of this level of quality, people will be willing to buy it no matter what price. Hundred dollars. It's a lot of money for a video game, you know. Well, they had a premium upgrade that you could pay for like thirty-five bucks. What in uh, if you add it on Game Pass? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you get in earlier. There's that as well. Just. Still, even that's still, still people even money still, down they don't yeah need still to, a lot yeah. of money still a lot of yeah. money um number two it's the fact of when you market a game in the right way it just shows um and forza did the way xbox treat forza as a series horizon as well um and motorsport is they show it as their premium franchise and it's nice to see it's finally getting the credit it deserves i feel like this is the first year that we've played for we played forza 4 together um yeah. a little bit bucks around with it i remember i remember free coming out and i just remember it just being like oh yeah it's out cool whatever and like even then at four you could see how good it was and how yeah. beautiful it was but it feels like this time around the setting being in mexico and obviously next gen consoles which is obviously a big part of this as well um everyone's sort of just gone yeah i'm gonna give it a try and everybody you talk to says how good this game is like it's, yeah. it's it's next level good and um yeah super proud of them for that um phil spencer also said on twitter that forza horizon 5 has had it, it is microsoft's largest launch of any microsoft game ever um Phil Spencer t- tweeted this out saying, "We're invested for ye- we've we've invested for years in Xbox, so more people can play with 4.5 million plus players so far across PC, cloud, and console. Forza Horizon 5 shows that promise coming to life. Largest launch game for an Xbox game, uh, Xbox Game Studios game, peak concurrent free." times higher than fire at forza horizon 4 thank you to the players and congratulations to at we are playground so 4.5 million players across all the devices have now played forza horizon 5 wild this kind of yeah this really shows that like the strategy xbox has had for how they want to get their games out there has really worked 
with the cloud, with Game Pass, with all of that. It's just phenomenal. Um, I also want to point out, like, this game, just the places available, Series X, Series S, PC, cloud, and on the Xbox One. It's yep. available literally everywhere. And that's why you see such high numbers. And it's fantastic to also see the game get this much support. Um, especially, I feel like Forza has been an underrated franchise for a while. So to see it getting the love that I feel like it's deserved for a while um, is absolutely huge. Uh, I do have a question. Do you think, because last week we talked about how uh, this year was a little bit weaker for games. Do you think if this was a stronger year for games, that Xbox would be getting as much love as it is now? I think critically it still would, but just from like a play. I mean, Call of Duty's just come out and Battlefield's around the corner. And it's not like it's not going up against big games still like it's still going to be the same the same heavy hitters are still going to be there i think call of duty coming out and not reviewing particularly well in terms of its campaign helped but i think I, yes and no i think xbox xbox have done the work to show that they've done the work to show that game pass is worth having which is a big part yeah. of this strategy that you no one's going to tell me otherwise that they've hit 4.5 and it's the biggest launch ever is mainly because of game pass is people have already bought into that ecosystem. We know for a fact that there's over, I think it's 20 million. We Last numbers we confirmed were 18. Uh, 18 million Game Pass users. So if anything, that number's kind of low because you, you want more people to be trying out this game, which I'm sure it will. Um, I'm sure they'll have... I, I'm sure this will be the the, the highest falls of game played um, until the next one and until the next one until the next one. And it will just keep growing and growing and growing. Um... No, I think I think it's still even in a even with a a, a better uh, holiday lineup, Forza still would have been top of that list. Yeah, it, it does. It still does launch. Usually MPD. I know we don't do MPD unless we've got a really weak show <laughs> coming. Um, but MPD shows that they 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 sell like hotcakes still. So yeah, yeah, I think it would have. I still think it would have. Next story is again from Phil Spencer, who says, Phil, well, this is from Windows Central, who says, Phil Spencer says, Phil Spencer wants casual and social games acquisitions for Xbox. Uh, what you need to know here is head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, spoke with Bloomberg about a variety of topics, including gaming acquisitions. Spencer shared that he wants Xbox to invest more in social and casual games. Spencer also wants to find ways to alleviate supply chain constraints. Crash, what does he mean by casual and social games? One versus a hundred fix. You know the answer. Of course I know the answer. It's one versus 100, baby, it's back! <laughs> um, uh, on a serious note, I don't think it is that. No, I'm thinking... Uh, I think he's more so on about games like Among Us um, and things like that that just encourage people to get together and really enforce word of mouth and is really easy to get into so, from a casual point of view. Let me quote him here. Like he, uh, Phil Spencer did have this say. He said, "Quote: There's no quota." End quote. Um, when and then quote: When I think about uh, the kind of genres that we are usually associate with Xbox, yes, we have Roblox, we have Minecraft, we have FIFA, we have Fortnite, but we want to continue to invest in more social, ca uh, social casual content out there. Said Spencer. What I think he means is, maybe I'm wrong. Um, again. 
it's really hard to like not put your opinion in what he thinks. What I want and what he thinks is two different things. I think he means on the the I think he means more on the clad based side of things is a big thing. It's how do you get people to pick up their version of um you know that mobile game i don't know if you've seen it hayes dad plays it all the time there's like this golf mobile game like i think it's called like uh oh damn like royal something royal or something like that i think he means more on that level because it goes back to the conversation we were having about free to play right which is that is where the money is and good guy xbox you can say whatever you want about good guy xbox blah 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 they care about money. They care about making yeah. more money. They care about making... That is what it's all about. Doesn't doesn't matter how good girl they want to be. Phil Spencer's an amazing human being, but he cares about money. He's got targets to hit. I yeah. think it's more those type of games they're trying to hit. And then it's games beyond that, like a say... Again, I don't know if this is what more I want than what he actually means, but from my point of view, I think it's more like a Mario Kart. It's a... Mario Party. It's the games that you're able to bring everybody together in and have a great time with. When you think Xbox, you think Halo, you think Forza, you think Gears. They are not games you're able to share the experience with people with, other than hardcore gamers. Yeah. Really. I know you're, someone's going to be like, my girlfriend plays Halo with me. I'm like, I'm sure she does. I'm not saying that she doesn't, but you've kind of catered her into being a hardcore gamer in yeah. that sense. Um, so. <laughs> question is she playing halo for you or is she playing halo because she enjoys it? it well maybe a bit of both you never know you never know True. and maybe vice versa for for women out there who they've got their partners into to play in halo or a gears or whatever it may be like i think they xbox need and i agree with them they need to invest in say a couple of studios that can make i know it's, it's kind of like what they had with connect but actually successful yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. like you need like those 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 games that you can look at on the store front you can look at from a tiktok point of view or an instagram rules point of view and it's just a bunch of people having fun and yeah. it's not violent it's not scary it's not um what's the word i'm looking for it's not um like it's just very accessible to everybody and yeah. i think that's where he, what he's saying and i think that's what he means and i think that's what i would love for them to do as well because i love those type of experiences yeah i think that those are also like um in gaming in general i think those are very undervalued experiences i don't know if you've seen it but people have been playing um crab games which is based off of squid games uh which is essentially a whole bunch of mini games oh okay like roblox yeah, then and you get roblox no, no no not like roblox it's Everybody goes in, there's like, oh, you can have like 20 players or whatever. And each round people get knocked out until there's one person who wins the whole thing. Well, Roblox like has that. Roblox has any game mode you want. Fixed. Yeah. No, no. You're confused. Roblox is literally, you can make any game. You're an old person. You're having an old person moment right now. Fixed. You can have any game. You, you can play anything you want in Roblox. Okay. Okay, fine. You know sure. It's cool. You don't get it. You don't understand. Uh, not really. No so okay roblox you could put i can make halo if i want in roblox right yes you can literally do anything in roblox yes crab games a set of games okay with the purpose it's very fall guys-esque to be honest okay a set of games where each round somebody gets eliminated until there's only one person who wins or nobody can also okay you don't get it not really okay 
That's fine. It's fine. I'm old. I'm old. It's fine. Don't worry it's about fine. It. Uh, but yeah, but go yeah. on. <laughs> games of that nature that just like encourage people to play together. Yeah. Um, I think those games get very undervalued because it feels like they come and go. But even if you're looking at something like Fall Guys, there's still a lot of people that play Fall Guys. Dude. Even Us, even I, I think Mario I'm, Party and stuff like that. My mind goes to like Wii Sports. It's like they need something like that. Like not, again, not the motion control and all that stuff, but it's yeah. like a game that like, I bring my my Series S to my mum's house. She plays it, and then she's like, "Well, I want this indoors." It's like, "Well, how can I get this?" Oh, well, actually, it's on your TV right now. All you have to do is boom, 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 and then do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's getting those people in. And it's like, oh, well, you pay fifteen pound a month, seven ninety nine, whatever it may be, um, and you'll get to have this amazing experience. And they don't have that right now. It outside of the hardcore. Even the studios they've invested in, hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. They don't have just that game that like everybody wants to play, from youngsters to adults to to anyone. You yeah. know, they just don't have that yet. And I think that's what they they're working on. You wanna know what might be like the hard thing about doing a game like that, of acquiring a studio to make a game like that? I think it is very dependent on the people. If a game like that gets picked up, and I think Would it's hard to assess whether a studio can make something that'll be played specifically by people and they'll adhere it to be fun. i just think game pass alleviates that risk though right of like usually we would say oh they that probably won't get made because of the money they cost to make it and the risk reward value now i feel like that's kind of gone with game pass but if you put a game like that on game pass i guess microsoft would market it better yeah but i just i just view that as being something that could completely fly under the radar I think it could. I think it could, but it's like, I think it's like we've always, I've always said anyway, it's like it's using, use the characters that you have. Like you own Master Chief, you own Banjo, you own, like build your version of what Nintendo do with like Mario and all these other characters. Like imagine, I know they're not going to, they're not going to buy Sega, but if they did, like imagine like, like you just need to build like those versions of the thing because those are the things that are gonna bring people in. It's like, oh, I like that character. Who? What? What is he doing in this game? And that helps it from a more casual standpoint, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next story is from IGN. Uh, Todd Howard uh, had a big, big, big interview over on IGN Unfiltered, uh, Ryan McCaffrey's show. You should definitely go check it out if you haven't. Um, and he said, making Starfield was, na uh, was now or never even... Sorry. Making Starfield was now or never, even if uh, Elder Scrolls Six had to wait. Sorry, I read that totally weird in my mind. Uh, the quote that we got from this interview that we're talking about here is... Uh, Quote, would you plan to have the kind of gap we're having between Skyrim and the follow-up? I can't say that's a good thing, Howard says. Do I wish we could have a wand and the game we want to make just came out? Absolutely. We felt doing something like Starfield, we'd be wanting to do something else for a long time and to play in a new universe. So, if not now... Uh, I'm going back in time. We started right after Fallout 4, so 2015. If not now, when? It felt like if we didn't do it then, if we didn't do it then, there when could be never. It's an interesting one, Crash, to be honest with you, yeah. because that doesn't... 
I feel like it's one of those things where, yeah, I, I get what, I do understand what Todd's saying, where it's like, you wouldn't really want this gap in between Elder Scrolls the way you have it, right? You wouldn't want that. But when you're so burnt out on making the same thing over and over and over, not that it's the same, exactly the same thing, but the same world, the same storytelling, the same, the same um, sort of walls you're stuck in playing in with these tools, you want to try something new. And... I think Starfield's come at the perfect time for, like, everyone, right? Where, like, it's the perfect time for Bethesda. It's the perfect time for Xbox. It's just, like, new yeah. IP that can be associated with our brand. Like, it just works across the board for absolutely everybody. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, there, I saw quite a few people actually angry that um, they chose to make uh, Starfield over... Um, Skyrim, not Skyrim. What's it called? Elder Scrolls. Um, yeah, like that on that. I had it right in front of my face. <laughs> um, uh, I saw quite a few people actually angry about it, and it's just one of the things. Is like, you don't know, like if I honestly think that if they were to choose to go like, hey, we're gonna force out another Elden Ring, you would get a lesser Elder Scrolls. What are you gonna get with Elder Scrolls? I said Elden Ring. <laughs> That's why I messed it up. Um, you would get a lesser product than Star than what Starfield will be because they have passion for it. They have more ideas. They're going to have more things that they want to do and explore with that game that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Um, and at the end of the day, you have to remember that gaming, making games is still a creative process and being forced to do something creative is like one of the worst things that could happen. It's not a fun experience. It's the worst thing that could happen to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like Not it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what field you work in nobody wants to be forced to do things they don't want to do yep so Absolutely. and especially in the creative space um as i've learned myself like there's there's so many things that i just like nope i just nope on now that i'm just like now i get to pick and choose a lot more of the projects that i work on i'm like that doesn't sound fun no thank you simple as that and yeah. it's just it's it's that simple at this point um the next one is starfield will let you pick pronouns and npcs will respond accordingly um i haven't got too much to really add on this one and we don't really need to go into like the the full quote here um i just really hope they get this right and that's the big thing that worries me um it's a bethesda game and they are usually quite buggy um and i think they're just leaving them I, oh, this has to happen that there's no there's no, yeah. <laughs> there's no um, way that this shouldn't be happening and you shouldn't be worried about the risks that you're going to take if something does go wrong. But I do worry how much this is going to get cut up if one... You know how big these games are. If one character says the wrong pronoun to someone that is they, them, or... Um, it could just be such a huge um, PR mess for yeah. xbox that doesn't change the fact that it should happen that doesn't change the fact that i'm glad it's happening everyone should be able to feel represented in video games especially when you're picking your character um but yeah it just to me i'm like oh I'm, i hope they get this right that's got to be something that everything yeah. is right on I, I don't think um as far as like npc saying the wrong one i don't think there's too much of a worry about that because i don't I don't think I've ever heard. It's Bethesda. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever heard like uh, NPCs in the past using the wrong pronouns. So I, I don't, don't think, think enough games much... have done it. Well, I'm talking about uh, Bethesda games because oh. even when you pick male or female, you're still, you, yeah, yeah. there's still pronouns attached to that. Yes. So I don't think yeah, yeah, there's yeah. been really an issue in that regards from um, I agree. Bethesda, as far as I'm aware. 
I, so I'm yeah. not too worried about that. But the execution for these things, we've seen studios come out and try and do like, hey, you can pick pronouns and all this stuff, and it just never works. What was the last game we just played that was um, terrible? Oh, Far Cry. Far Cry had Far the Cry. had the had. Oh, it wasn't pronouns, but it was just representation in the worst way possible. Um, absolutely thrown in there. And that, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, at the end of the day, I'm happy this this is happening. I'm happy that they're doing this, and it's important. So I'm, I'm I am glad. I am glad nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, next one, another Starfield one, which is Starfield will have full mod support. Todd Howard confirms. Um, again. Nothing more to add here. It's just important to... I know how important it is to, to Bethesda fans that they're able to mod games. I think Xbox have been pretty good with this all of the time anyway. Um, even with, like, Fallout 4 back on the Xbox One, you was able to mod that, um, which was, like, the yeah. first console mods. Um, as long as they don't Bethesda it up and try to charge or something, like, they've... They've done weird things in the in the past. Obviously, Fallout 76 is the yeah. game that comes to mind about some of the weirdness they've had. But um, yeah, no, good good that they're still supporting the mod community. I know how important it is to them that they get to play the games the way they want to play their games. So, lost. Um, last couple here. We'll, we'll get through them real quick. Uh, Bethesda says they're still committed to single-player games. I mean... I don't think they get to make that sound anymore, but sure. Um, <laughs> isn't, yeah. it, isn't it the Xbox overlords that get to say that? Uh, but Todd Howard was um, asked, would, are they still going to be um, making single-player games? And the, the <laughs> we got the answer of absolutely. <laughs> yeah. there's, I, like, there's more to this, but again, go watch IGN's Unfiltered yeah. to get like the full, the full uh, interview for this. Go on, what you I think say? that's a fair question. They made uh, ESO. They made Fallout seventy six. So they've, yeah, they've but shown a, big a studio. No, absolutely. But I think there is a question of like, do they want to make more online games or do they want to make more single player games? Fair I enough. think that is a fair question in that regard because they are pretty different. Even though I think with both of those, they sort of tried to keep it single player and multiplayer at the same time, and didn't necessarily work all the time. Yeah. Uh, this one next one's about Halo. Halo Infinite multiplayer designer joins Respawn uh, to go and work on Star Wars, which is an uh, interesting one, I guess. Um, apparently, this link doesn't work, Crash, so I can't read the article. But I tried. Work. Nah. Next one. The Gunk gets a release date. It is coming in December. Gosh, we've been waiting for a release date for this damn game. Uh, the Gunk is officially coming to Xbox and PC on December 16th and will launch in Xbox Game Pass. Crash, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't need more games added to this year. I'm already behind on the games that I need to yeah. play. Oh, the Gunk's going to be another one, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I am... Uh, Oh no! It looks it looks so good. It looks so good. Like it looks like a, a me game. I love um, I love the studio behind it. Um, and yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. It's gonna be an interesting one, nonetheless. And yeah, so 16th of December. So make sure you mark your calendars if you haven't already. Big piece of news is Drop Crash that makes me so, so, so happy, but also so, so, so sad. Uh, as Source says, EA has greenlit a new Fight Night. Uh, it's been revived, but 
it's on pause. Uh, the game's code name is Moneyball, and, it's, and it has entered early development, and it will resume after UFC 5. Wow, 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 wow. We have an idea when UFC 5 will come out. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, you think a, do you think it's possible that it's on pause because they're trying to get contracts? Um, it could be contracts. It could just be the fact that UFC's... The problem, the problem with a fight night game is boxing is in this very weird place when it comes to its popularity. It isn't yeah. what it used to be. In terms yeah. of popularity, like don't get me wrong, you've got your Anthony, Anthony Joshua's, your your, your, um, your your Gypsy Kings being um, what's his bloody name, Tyson Fury. You've got you do have some big fighters out there in the world, but compared to UFC, the sport isn't even close in popularity. Um, and like I've t- we've spoken about on the podcast before, the licensing for boxes is one of the weirdest things ever because they're not. It's not like FIFA or like UFC where like they have like an overlord that owns everything. Yeah. They're all independent, signed to different companies. So like you could go to Anthony Joshua and put want to put him in your game, right? And like he alone could cost you twenty million, and then yeah. Tyson Fury could cost you fifteen million, and you're like, well, we've spent thirty five million on two fighters, and then you've got Mayweather. You've got realistically for this game to be popular, you're probably gonna want your I know it sounds stupid, but you're going to want your KSIs, you're going to want your Logan Pauls, you're going to want your Jake Pauls. You are. I know you're pulling faces, but you wait, are wait, no, no. You are going to want those characters. In a fight night? They are professional boxers, and they are going to help sell the game. Yes. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know what you're thinking, but that's that's the state of boxing right now. I like. I agree that they'd help sell the games. I agree... I, I think that they will, like, they will approach them, but I think the reason they're going to be approached is because they'll probably be cheaper options than going for actual boxers. No, because they have to have the actual boxers as well. They're not going to get they everyone. Will try to. Yeah. They're not going to get everyone. But, That's obvious. They're not going to get But what everyone. I'm saying is it's, it would be easier to pad out uh, the roster if you go for um, the... The YouTube boxes. boxes. The YouTube well. boxes. The YouTube boxes. Yeah, the YouTube boxes. <laughs> I understand. Trying He's trying to word it nicely, but yeah, yeah. the YouTube boxes. Uh, the YouTube boxes. Yeah. Um, I think that that uh, helps them pad it out. But like, if you think about it, like contracts for boxers just for a match is they get paid oh, dude, a hundreds amount. of millions. Yeah, so at just the top top level, that, at the top top level, because yeah. it doesn't dwindle down well. That's those are the type of boxers you'd want, though. You yes, want, of course. Um, so just imagining like how much uh, essentially you want rights to their looks, like for your game, like how much that would cost. Uh, could be ridiculous, ridiculous amounts. I'm sure that there would be... I, we're going to hear about stories, I imagine, where some boxers are going to be like, I really wanted to be in the game, but my company said no because they oh. didn't hit the price my company wanted. We will for I'm, sure I'm, hear about those type of stories. Mayweather's never been in a, in a fight night. Really? I don't believe so. Wait, let me check. You're probably right. Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. That wouldn't surprise fight me. Night. I'm, I'm almost certain... Yeah, I think why Floor Mayweather is not in Fight Night. Uh, duh, 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 duh. I always thought they paid these boxes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's just I think it comes down to his team, like the 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 money Mayweather team or whatever it's called. I think he might have been in Fight Night Round Two, maybe. But that was again, it was early on back then. Bernard Hopkins was like the guy on the front cover. So yeah, as soon yeah. as he got popular, he was like, hell no. 
So yeah. There you have it. Uh, last two stories to end us out. Uh, anime crossover uh, fighter Jump Force to shut down next year. Crash, you said this game sucked and you said it wasn't good. And uh, pff, there you have it. It's, it's gone. I, I wish that this was happening because of that. I don't think that's the reason this is shutting down. Why is it? Uh, uh, licensing. I'd imagine the way they do licensing would probably be really messy. Because you think about it, the same things happened to games like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom before. Yeah. That got pulled down because... But dude, this game just came out. Characters. It came out like... 2019. At this point, two years ago. That's, that's a two-year contract. Dude, that's not long enough to be letting a game die. Right. But you have to... If you're one of those games, you have to remember that it's not just um, American contracts. You have to no, yeah, that. yeah. There's two different. There's different teams. I think for Japan and America as well. So it's like you have to get the licensing on both sides. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong about that. And licensing and anime could work differently. Um, but it is a lot of moving pieces. And if just one of those companies is like, yeah, we don't want them in our game, it's like the question comes: Is it worth updating our game just to remove that character completely, or do we just like stop supporting the game? So I guess in turn, it does kind of get back to the game's not that good. <laughs> I guess you're not wrong. Um, I mean, I'm, you're so, not wrong. You're the one who said it. Don't put it on me. Yeah, you said it. You can deal, no, with, it. You you can deal with it. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. Um, Band Bandai can come for you, but they're not coming for me. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. Oh, we already did that story. That Among Us is the wrong link as well. Man, Chris is sucking at his job, everyone. That was a link okay, to well, last week. I just want to point out that that one 100% on me messed up. I'm going to be honest. I was doing show notes. I stayed playing Forza a little bit too long. I was like, I got to do show notes. <laughs> so I got to take a shower. <laughs> All right. Uh, Among Us update. Uh, new update includes roles, a store, achievements, and it's live now. So for people who want to go check out the new Among Us stuff, you can do just that. All right. Let's get out of here, Crash. Let's plug, plug, plug. What you got to plug this week, bud? Uh, the my Xbox, me Twitter page, YouTube mm. page, and go send go go drop a review on the podcast. Even though two weeks in a row gotten reviews two each time, so huge shout out to the people that reviewed. Uh, leave comments on the YouTube page if you're not subscribed. Subscribe. I'd imagine if you made it all the way here, I've said it enough times that you're probably subscribed. You're probably used. <laughs> but to if it you are that. subscribed and you haven't hit the bell, maybe hit, hit the, the bell. bell. Hit maybe. the bell. Uh, um yeah you can follow me everywhere at mc fixer um uh, my tv show just finished it just aired uh the first episode aired of the dice age did you watch it crush absolutely oh my I god not you <laughs> suck um but yeah make sure you go check it out if you haven't it's on jinx's website um it's called the dice age is a board game show so if you're into board games at all go and check that out um if you aren't following me already on twitch please do twitch.tv slash mc fixer um i've got a lot of content going or goes out on there obviously due to just the amount of work that i do and um yeah a lot of good stuff hopefully coming in the future you'll hear about it real real soon so, thank you all for your time. Thank you all for the support. And until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Good boys. Goodbye.